Hello, everyone. Welcome back to New Era of Me. I'm your host, Hannah Brock, if you aren't familiar yet. So today we are talking about unholy holidays. And this just means that during the holiday season, I think there's that pressure of just always being happy. And you just see everything on social media that all these people are so happy with their families. But in reality, that isn't always the case. So I'm going to be talking about that for this episode and what I did on my Instagram, which is at new.era.pod. I asked you guys some questions and I asked what are some struggles that you are currently going through during this holiday season. But before we get started, I just want to tell you guys my setup right now because I'm kind of loving it. First off, I am tucked in my comforter because it is freezing in my house right now. And I'm just laying in my bed with my microphone in my hand. And I have a, I don't know if you guys know what this is, but a Utah drink. And it's just like a soda with creamer and like vanilla syrup. It's actually 10 o'clock right now, so I don't really know why I chose to get soda, but I thought I deserved it, even though I didn't do anything that rewarding today, but I deserve it. And I just washed my face, did my nighttime routine, skincare routine, and my friend got me into that. Um, It's a new era of me, just like this podcast. I am starting to get into skincare and I'm so excited about it because I just have always wanted the aesthetic skincare night routine before going to bed and so I put on that night serum and put some moisturizer with it and boom, I feel all put together. But yeah, that's just my setup and I wanted to share it with you guys because I'm feeling very cozy and that's what Christmas is about, right? Feeling cozy And yeah, I just wanted to add it in. And also another thing I want to add in is my weekly giveaway, which is I give out a free latte every week to someone who posts or promotes my podcast. And that can mean just posting something on your Instagram story and tagging me and just posting my podcast or even posting a TikTok with my podcast and it could be a video of you going on like a hot girl walk or a morning walk and saying that you love this podcast and tagging me and if you do a TikTok you actually get two enter entries so you have a more of a chance to win the free latte if you do a TikTok. But if you feel more comfortable just doing a story, that's totally fine too. It's your decision. And if you're new here, what a free latte means is pretty much I just Venmo you $5 for doing that because I really appreciate it. But yeah, now let's get started. And to get started with this episode, I'm going to be reading something that I found on Pinterest. And I think it just fits very well for this episode. And I'll just start reading it now. Christmas isn't an easy time for everyone. While some of us are celebrating with our families, others are suffering, often in silence. People can feel isolated at this time of year, alone, or because this time of year is a time of reflection, can feel mournful and sad. It's important to notice people around you and how they're feeling. Often, it's not the grand gestures that can make a difference to how someone is feeling, but the simple things, a phone call, or a text, a hug, and a chat. 
Often people don't know what to do when faced with someone who is struggling, but it's simple. Just be there for them. Notice their feelings and don't be afraid to ask how they're doing. But most of all, just make sure you make time for them. I think this passage that I found is great and is a great reminder for us all, especially those who are very fortunate with very healthy families and just like in great relationships with their families still. I think that it's important for them to notice those who are struggling with families because those who struggle with having a great relationship with their families often hate the holidays and fear the holidays because they just don't want to have that face-to-face with their families, but then they feel forced to because it's the holidays and it's just a norm to be with your family on Christmas, you know? So, I think that just me reading this, hopefully it can reach to you and you can feel for others on this holiday season. Okay, let's get started. So I asked you guys on my Instagram, what are struggles that you go through during the holiday season? So now I'll be reading those and also while I'm reading these guys, I also like asking you guys these questions because When I talk about this on the podcast episodes, I get DMs of people saying like, wow, like I can't believe someone asked that question because I didn't think someone else felt this way about this. Now I don't feel as alone. So thank you for those who participate in these questions that I ask for my episodes because you really are making someone feel less alone. Okay, so the first thing someone said is seasonal depression. And for those who don't really know what seasonal depression exactly is, it's a mood disorder characterized by depression that occurs at the same time every year. Seasonal affective disorder occurs in climates where there is less sunlight at certain times of the year. Okay, so I'm going to try my best to get you out of this seasonal depression funk and just give some tips of what I would be doing for this holiday season and this winter time because I'm sure it's hard to get out of bed, right? Like you're in your bed and you just don't feel any motivation to go out with your day. And so I'm going to give some tips on what I would be doing. Okay, so the first thing is what is your sleep schedule looking like? Let's first fix that. Try to start going to bed around 10.30, but waking up around 6.30. Because I think if you're feeling the seasonal depression, you're going to start sleeping in super late, and then you're going to wake up at 12, and then you're going to feel like half your day is already over, and then why get out of bed if half your day is already over, right? Like, that's what you're telling yourself. And I think that if you just set these rules to yourself and, like, be disciplined with your own rules and like just follow the rules that you're making for yourself you can help yourself with getting out of seasonal depression and if you feel like there's nothing for you to do during the whole day and why wake up at 6 30 you can find stuff to do work on yourself you can go on a morning walk if you have a dog maybe Think of it like, oh, I need to go on a morning walk for my dog, if if that helps. 
You can go out to a coffee shop, try a new coffee shop, get a nice hot coffee. Like, try to romanticize your life and try to romanticize the small things in life. Because sometimes it can become a toxic thing to romanticize the beauty and small things in life. But if you're feeling low and having seasonal depression, it's a beautiful thing to try and find the small things in life that are beautiful. And what I think is beautiful is trying out a new coffee shop and getting a hot latte and you can make a video of you rating it one out of 10 and reviewing it. Like you can do so much with your day and try to have fun with it. So first thing I would do is I would overall fix your sleep schedule. Make sure you're not sleeping over nine hours. Please don't sleep over nine hours because that's just going to make you feel more depressed. And do something new. Go on walks every day. Make it like a strict rule for yourself. Try a new coffee shop. And when you're at that coffee shop, maybe journal your thoughts or write in a journal things that you are observing at a coffee shop and write them down. Like you can write down like there's a couple next to me and it seems like they're on their first date. Like I know that sounds stalkery, but it's fun. Like I'm such a people like people watcher. Like I love listening in on other people's conversations if they sit next to me and let's say they're like gossiping about something that's in their life. I'm like, ooh, what's the tea? Like I'm like secretly listening and I'm sure they secretly know. But like there's just so many small things that you can try to look forward to. Another thing before I end with this is I don't know where you live, but try to just be outside if you're feeling depressed. Like try your best to go outside feel the sunlight, really feel it on your skin. I know it might be freezing where you are, but just try to feel the sunlight because it's so important for our bodies to be in the sun. And I feel like a lot of people are the type of people who they they know what their problem is. Like they, they'll know that they have seasonal depression, but they won't really do anything about it just because they don't have the motivation to do it because I get it it is really hard to get yourself out of bed if you're not really feeling it but it's not going to get any better if you don't push yourself you need to push yourself because at the end of the day no one's going to push you to get out of bed you really have to do it for yourself okay so the next response I got for what are struggles that you go through during the holiday season? Someone put toxic parents and they specif- they specified that their mom is an almond mom. And it's so funny because I was talking to my friend about this like recently. But what this means, like an almond mom is like where their mom literally is that type of skinny mom that's like only two almonds for lunch, you know, like, oh, and then I have to go on my two mile walk because, uh, oh my gosh, like, I can't believe I have that croissant at that cafe with my friend. Like, they just like over obsess about gaining weight where 
it starts to rub off on you and they rub it off on you on purpose and it's just so toxic and it could maybe it's made you have an eating disorder in the past or maybe you still have an eating disorder and it's probably because of your toxic mom making you feel fat because your mom is not eating right she isn't eating right if she has two almonds for lunch so what can you do about this right like what is something that can solve this problem because obviously you're not that excited to hear comments from your parents saying like oh have you gained five pounds in college or oh like have you not been going to the gym as much as you used to? Like, they're going to, like, be saying these comments. Even if they haven't seen you in a long time, you would think that they'd be super sweet to you and say the nicest things. But that's not the case for everyone. So how can we, how can we solve this problem? So my personal experience, I don't really have a mom that eats. She's not an almond mom. So... I feel like I, I'm i like wanting to tell you this one thing that I would do if I were you, but at the same time, you might, you might be like, you don't get it, like that wouldn't work, but I'll try my best. So what I would do is, I don't know if I'm just kind of savage to my parents and I'm just super comfortable with my parents, but if they ever said anything to me about my weight, I would just go savage on them, but that's just... You might think that's being disrespectful, but if they're not being respectful to you, then why should you be respectful to them? I know they're your parents, but come on, if you're 18 years old or older, you deserve as much respect as they deserve. So if they say anything about your weight, you can either... Hold it all in and say like, mom, dad, can you please not like, I'm only here for two weeks or four days. I don't know. Can you please just, just not talk about my weight? Like I wasn't looking forward to seeing my family and talking about my weight in front of everyone. Like you can do it like that or you can just roast them. Say like, I don't know. I don't want to be mean. So maybe I shouldn't say this on the podcast, but you can like, they don't deserve to talk to you like that. You don't deserve that. So you can tell them something that will make them never say that ever again, because you guys might think this is crazy, but I really don't think that it is right for parents to talk about someone's weight, unless you're like obese, then I get it and your parents can maybe say like hey we should go to the gym together or we should go on a morning walk but like you they can say it more like gent more gentle and not be so harsh about it because i i've experienced seeing my friends parents be like that to them and i i'm shocked that they just my friends just take it i'm like why would you let them say that to you you know, like, don't let them say that to you. And especially if you are in college or you moved out and you live on your own and you don't even live under your parents' house anymore, do not let them say this to you. 
and don't get me wrong, like, I am super close to my parents, so I'm not saying, like, who cares if you end up, like, never being close to them ever again, like, I'm super close to my parents, so don't think that if you say this to them and kind of be savage to them after they say this snarky comment about your weight that you guys will never talk again because if they love you, then they're going to have respect for you and they'll understand that they don't, you don't want to hear it, you know? Like, nobody wants to hear that. If someone told your almond mom that she gained some weight in her butt, she would be so upset at herself and probably think about it all day. So she's just putting all that stress about gaining weight onto you. And that is not okay, okay? So please don't let her do that. And I am giving you the courage to say something. Please. Okay, I think that's enough for that one because... I think that I could talk about that topic for really long and I'm not going to do that to you guys, okay? Okay, the next one is grief and missing someone that you lost that year or in the past years. So for me, I recently just lost my dog and I know this is completely different than losing like an actual person that could mean a parent or a grandmother, an aunt, uncle. So I know like my dog has nothing to compare to an actual human but this is going to be my first Christmas without my dog and it's just so weird so I get what you guys are saying but also I don't want to take like I hate when people are like I totally understand when like they don't so I don't want to say that either because I hate when people say that but in all if you are missing someone I'm so sorry for your loss and I'm Christian so I believe that they are in heaven and they're looking down on you and you can just tell yourself that they are there with you and they their presence like maybe they aren't like where you can see them but try to like try to feel them not in a weird way like I'm not trying to be like creepy like god gaudy girl like i'm not trying to be like that but like or at least like like pray for them like pray with them you can do that alone or with your family or just have a like maybe you guys can go in a circle and say a memory about the person you know honor them this is a holiday that they're missing with their loved ones so you should honor them because obviously they're they're memorable if you are missing them. So you just have to show your appreciation for them and they will know that you appreciate them. Even if they're not there, trust me, they will know that you are honoring them on this holiday season. And I know you might be thinking like, Yes, I understand that, but it still doesn't take away how much sadness I feel. And honestly, you can't really do anything about it. All you can do is just feel your emotions. Let yourself be sad. Being sad is okay. If you're missing someone this holiday season, just 
miss them. Maybe a family member is also missing them a lot. You can just be with that other family member and you guys can miss them together. You're not going to be alone in this. Don't feel alone. And if you don't have a family member that also misses them, you can reach out to me and I'm more than happy to talk to you about it. So feel your emotions because it's okay to not be okay. And remember that you're not alone. Okay, the next one is, my boyfriend and I broke up and have been together for five years. I know that the whole Christmas dinner, my parents and family members are going to be asking about the breakup and I'm not ready for that. Girl, I'm so sorry. Families, when they're like involved in the relationship, it's hard. Like for me, I swear that if like if my boyfriend didn't come to a family event my parents would be like oh is something going on with you guys like are you guys okay like yeah but maybe he had something else like maybe he had a family event like okay so this thanksgiving my boyfriend and i did spend thanksgiving together because our families were together but the past two thanksgivings we actually like weren't together because he had his own family thing and I had my own family thing and I'm not going to leave my family for his family and he's not going to leave his family for my family and I respect that totally so every Thanksgiving my mom would be like oh can Tino not make it and I'm like no he it's Thanksgiving like he has his own family and she's just like oh like is everything okay with you too? I'm like, what? Like, and it started to piss, it, it pisses me off. And I know many other people go through that. So like in your situation, like you guys have been broken up, but your family has known this guy for five years. And I don't know your situation, but maybe they saw him as like their son-in-law almost because five years is a long relationship. So it's hard and I don't know how your guys' relationship ended. Hopefully it was just a healthy relationship and it just ended and you guys were going your own ways. So maybe you can just say like, hey guys, I don't really want to talk about it. But what I will say is we ended and we just are on our own paths. But it's still super recent for me. And I just don't want my holiday season or my holiday break or whatever to be on that topic because it's still a sensitive topic to me and I just want to try and get my mind off of it. See, you got to just kind of first, it's going to be hard to talk about it. Like that was kind of like a hard thing to say, I'm sure. But you kind of have to say it and make sure everyone's kind of there and then they'll they'll understand and hopefully if someone brings it brings it up again then maybe another family member will step in and say hey blah 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 says she doesn't want to talk about it could we not bring him up again for Christmas you know like you just kind of have to I know you might not even want to say that small sentence but you kind of just got to stand up for yourself and say like 
it's still a sensitive topic for me and I don't really want to talk about it during Christmas time. I just want to get my mind off it and they'll understand because I'm sure they've all been in that situation before. So don't stress too much about that because it's going to be a 20 second sentence of you standing up for yourself and then you'll be okay. Okay, this other one, the next one, which is kind of similar, but kind of not. It's kind of like where your family is just so involved with your love life. This one is my family won't stop asking me about if I have a boyfriend yet. I'm in college and I don't want a boyfriend, dot, dot, dot. This is good. I like this because I think a lot of girls will be relating to this. So thank you for submitting that. I think if you're in college and you're just kind of wanting to have hookups and stuff, but you don't want to admit that to your family, you know, you're not going to be like, I only want to hook up with people right now. Of course, I don't have a boyfriend, you know, like you don't want to say that in front of your family. So I understand. So what can you say? Just you got to just say like, no, stop asking me like you guys will know once I have a boyfriend. Like, just say that. Like, you can even say something funny just to lighten the mood. Be like, trust me, you guys will know once I have a boyfriend. You know, like, try to lighten the mood and then they'll laugh and it won't be, like, an awkward thing. Because I think if they asked you and you're like, no, I don't, and you seem kind of, like, weird about it, then it kind of makes it awkward and they almost feel like, shoot, she can't get a boyfriend. Like, so maybe just lighten the mood and be like, trust me, if I had a boyfriend, you'd already know. Okay, the next one that someone submitted is feeling lonely because it's cuffing season. It really is cuffing season. Like so many people are getting in relationships, but you have to realize that that's a seasonal thing. After cuffing season, they'll just be breaking up. It's hard seeing all these cute couples on TikTok, I'm sure, but you have to realize that everyone has their own path and own journey and If you have your friends, then that's all that matters. And if you have your family, that's all that matters. So don't be like pressuring yourself to get in this short-term relationship just because it's cuffing season. Just focus on yourself. Cuff, Cuff yourself and have a relationship with yourself for now. Because when it's your time, it's your time. And obviously right now it isn't your time and that's okay. So... The next person said for their struggles during the holiday season, they said family fights. I think a lot of people can relate to this. Families fight and that's because there are so many different personalities in a family with so many different views on certain topics that families will fight, whether it's politics or whether you're going to the right college, whether you're majoring in the right major, like people fight and it sucks because you're like, wow, we're spending this holly jolly Christmas time season together. Why are we fighting? We should be in such a happy mood. But I don't know because you can't really do anything about it because if I'm giving you advice, I'm not giving your whole family advice and why was your whole family listen to this random girl on a podcast so 
it's hard and you just gotta know that it's not just your own family that fights like many families fight and if a family doesn't fight there might be a little something wrong with that family because maybe they're just not being completely honest which is okay every family is different so maybe not all families fight but every family goes through stuff maybe they don't publicly show that and you might feel like you're o- you're the only family that has fights but i promise you that every holiday i have the highest expectations for christmas and all that but then some family drama happens and i i end up crying because I had this high expectation for the holiday season to just be full of bliss and like happiness, but of course something had to happen, right? So I need to remind myself because I'm totally relating to this. I need to remind myself that it is completely normal. The next one is spending money on people, which I'm sure they mean on family This one is hard because if you're getting gifts from someone, you should probably get a gift for them. And, you know, you could probably talk to them about this and say like, hey, I'm running low on money this year, like especially because it's the end of the year. Can we have a budget for each other? And if you only feel comfortable spending $25 on that person, then maybe say like, could we have our budget be $25? I have a lot of people that I need to get some Christmas gifts for and that's all I can like really spend for each person and they're not going to be butthurt and if they're butthurt over that, that's so stupid because I'm sure they're going to understand. Nowadays, money is like, or always honestly, money's been a hard topic for a a lot of us so they're going to understand I actually, one of my friends does this with their family. They either do a secret Santa where you, for your family. So I've never heard anyone do this with their family, but even like the parents are involved where you all put your names in and you all get selected one person to get a gift for. So you get one gift. And I know every family is different, but I do think this is a beautiful way for Christmas to be because In reality, Christmas isn't about gifts and how many gifts you get. So if you're not all about gifts and your family really isn't all about gifts, maybe bring that idea up with your family and maybe they'd be down. Okay, the next one is sexist comments from grandparents. And then they put in like, not quotes, but in parentheses, kitchen. So I think what they mean by this is that their grandparents think that women belong in the kitchen. And this one makes me angry because like, of course, if you want to be in the kitchen, you can be in the kitchen. Like, that's totally fine. But for me, like, I'm not a cook. I don't want to do the dishes. So if my grandparents are telling me that it's the woman's job to go clean the dishes, I'd be like, I'm not cleaning the dishes unless someone, and I'd say, like, a guy's name. Like, because it's 2022, baby. Like, come on. Let's not, let's not go over this topic again. 
and I get it. They lived in their own era. Like, they they lived in their own time. So, I understand that they don't know what's right and what's wrong nowadays. Like, they don't get it. And I'm sure when I'm 80 years old, there might be something where I might not really get. And my grandchildren will be very upset at me. So, you kind of have to just realize that they don't get it. But if you want, you can educate them. But I personally don't have the patience to do that because I know my grandparents would just clap back with some questions. So I don't I don't have the patience for that. So you can do that, though, if you want. But what I would do is just say, like, why can't? And then I'd say my brother's name, do it. Like, why would I have to do it? And of course, they would say, because you're a girl. And I'd say, how do you know I'm a girl? Like, I would just, I'd probably clap back with some more questions. But I don't know. I they that they would get pissed off by that for sure. But you know, it's not it's not okay for them to do that, especially like if I understand like doing the dishes, but if their only reason was because I'm a girl, it's just so annoying. So I understand where you're coming from. All you can do is either educate them and tell them that that's not okay. And that their reasoning could have just been to help out your parents. And you would have probably done it if that was their reasoning. But just the fact that they said because you're a girl is just annoying. So I understand where you're coming from. So now it's going to be my last response that I will be responding to. And this one is not being close to family, even though they are close with each other. So maybe you feel kind of like the outcast of the family. You don't really like bond with them that much and vibe with each other. But it's the holidays so you feel like you got to come to Christmas, right? How do you deal with that, right? Like, and it sucks when like everyone else in the family is so close. You feel like, you feel like almost not like, I'm not saying they're talking about you behind your back. But you just feel like an outcast. But what you have to do about that is just let it be because all in all, if they aren't the same type of people as you, that doesn't mean you have to change yourself just to fit in with your family. And they're going to love, like, hopefully they still love you. I mean, they're inviting you to Christmas dinner, so they still love you. And just because you don't really fit in with the family and they're just all close that doesn't mean that you have to change yourself for them to love you don't feel that pressure to be someone that you're not you are beautiful for who you are and I'm sure you know that if you've already not changed yourself and you've already kind of dealt with not being that close with your family, but seeing all of them be close with each other. Like, yes, that is hard to see. But I mean, I don't know what type of life you're wanting, but maybe you'll start your own family. Like maybe you're going to have kids and hopefully they're more like you or something. And then you'll have your own little family that can be blended in with that family. And then there's two different types of groups of people. And that's beautiful. 
And I'm sure that you're saying that you're not close with your family, but I'm sure that you're close enough where it's not like an awkward conversation with your parents, right? And if it is, you don't have to go. I think a lot of times people feel pressured to be at Christmas holiday dinner parties, but in reality, you don't have to go if you're truly not happy there and you truly don't feel welcomed because maybe you are saying that you don't feel that welcomed. If you don't, why would you be there if they're not giving you greetings and welcoming? If they invite you, they should make you feel welcomed, right? So it just depends on what situation you're in, but do what's best for you and do not change yourself for them. Anyways, that is the end of today's podcast episode, Unholy Holidays. I hope that's a good title. I didn't know what to do for a title because I had a title name, but then, and I like have planned this episode out. Like I was so excited for this to like become closer to the holidays because I had this episode idea for the longest time, but obviously I have to wait towards Christmas because I just knew that a lot of people were getting nervous for the holiday season, but guess what? Someone that I listened to did literally a video like, or a podcast episode like this, so I just don't want it to seem like I'm copying her, even though I had the idea for so long, so obviously I can't do the same title that she's doing which she took like the most like original basic title you could do, which was what I was going to do. So now it's the unholy holidays. (laughs) So hopefully you guys liked it. And I think that this podcast episode is important for all of us. Even if you feel like you have the perfect picture, perfect family, it's good to educate yourself and know what other people are going through. Before I end this podcast, I want to send love to the people battling mental illness during the holidays, the people feeling lonely during the holidays, the people who are caregivers to someone who's ill, the people who struggle to afford a holiday celebration, the people who are grieving a loss during the holidays, and the people who are spending the holidays with people who aren't supportive. And if you guys need someone to talk to, especially during the holidays, I'm here for you guys. My Instagram is at new.era.pod. My DMs are always open for you guys because I love you guys so much and I appreciate you for listening to all my episodes. I'm so happy I'm seeing my listening count go up every single week and I just, I can't believe it. It's amazing that you guys are actually listening to me. I really appreciate it. And yeah, have a good holiday season and Merry Christmas to you guys that celebrate it. And yeah, happy holidays. Love you guys so much. 